0: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir?
1: Not much. Uh, it's another week, another <laughs> uh, new low, and what and how depressing this football season can get for the Dallas Cowboys. It seems, but uh, you know, look, we're, I, I'm just happy to have football at this point. So it's it's all it's all gravy to me at this point. But uh, it does seem like the Cowboys can't seem to to you know get away from the injury bug.
0: Yeah, it's all about perspective in this season. Yeah. Um, you know, the Cowboys are coming off a tough Week Four game, but hey, at least it was entertaining at the very least, right? Uh, The Cowboys did get some bad news uh, on Thursday at their practice. Uh, Tyron Smith, who did play in the team's Week 4 game against the Browns, uh, suffered a setback with his neck. As of this recording, no official news has been announced, but it does look like the Cowboys are going to be without Smith for a lengthy period of time. And there's also the chance that he misses the entire season. Uh, Landon, how big of a setback would that be for this Cowboys offense in this team going forward? If they don't have either Tyron Smith or Lyle Collins,
1: it, I mean, it's a huge setback. It's, it's, it's a lot of what we've been talking about. And, 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 and for the reasons that, you know, we've, we've brought up all the previous weeks, it just, it limits what they can do down the field. It, it limits a, a portion of the playbook that they probably feel comfortable, uh, depending on the matchups that they're facing that week. Uh, you know, there's a there's a reason that Tyron Smith is considered and Lale Collins, for that matter, are considered two of the best offensive tackles in football because they're very good at their jobs and they're not easily replaceable. I, I think, you know, we've talked about how there's lots of opportunity to find ways through scheme to try to protect these guys, to help out, you know, with with specifically pass protection. Um, But I think, you know, there's a loss there in the run game that I don't know that you're going to be able to get back, uh, even with the guys that you have replacing them, even with tight end help. Um, And I think that, you know, until the Cowboys can get to a stable situation, we are now in – and I think this is really just as much a a, a danger – as every as anything else is the fact that you're missing the talent in Tyron Smith and you're missing the talent in Lael Collins is that you are probably going back into another week with a new combination of offensive line, uh, a new uh, starting five, and I think if anything, you know the real problem is that there's there's just a strong lack of continuity on this offensive line, and, and I think if the Cowboys could try to find a way to maybe have us the same starting five out there from one week to another, you know, maybe they could show some improvement, but I think for right now it, you know, they're just going to continue to have to play the carousel until they find a five that they're comfortable with either for the, you know, extended long-term until Tyron gets back or probably what it sounds like likely the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about Lyle or excuse me, Tyron Smith long-term, but let's talk about this week specifically. What does this team do at tackle? Uh, Brandon Knight played right tackle last week, but Terrence Steele got the start there. Do they move Brandon Knight back over to left tackle? If this is going to be a long-term thing, which we both think it will be, do they move Zach Martin out to right tackle uh, and then bring in Connor McGovern off the bench? Uh, What do you anticipate the Cowboys doing this week on their offensive line?
1: Well, I mean, again, I think, you know, kind of similar to what had happened the first three weeks of the season, um, you know, the Cowboys kind of lucked out this week. They're, they're playing a giants team that doesn't have the kind of pass rush talent on the outside that, that, you know, they saw last week with, with miles Garrett. Uh, and and I would say that it's probably pretty comparable to what you saw the first three weeks. Um, so I, I think for the Cowboys in that sense, they they've, they've kind of lucked out a little bit in that, they, you know, the talent won't be as disproportionate as say, you know Terrence Steele versus Miles Garrett, yeah. um, but I think that you know they still are going to have to you know do you know what they can to protect these young tackles. I mean I, I think likely what we'll see is Brandon Knight back out there at left tackle, and then I really am not sure what we're going to see at right tackle at this point. I, I mean I, w- I would not at all be surprised if they tried Terrence Steele again. I wouldn't be surprised if they decided they've had enough of that experiment. Maybe they see if Cam Irving's ready to try to give it a go at right tackle. Maybe they see if they can try to get one of these new vets that they just signed uh, in the last few weeks out there. Maybe they try to they, they try to you know go with a more long term approach and say, you know, Zach Martin was really good at right tackle when he was there, and we have mm. a lot more talent uh, depth wise that we probably feel comfortable about inside. Maybe they try. Maybe this is when we start seeing you know, or at least hearing something about Connor McGovern. Uh, you know, they say you pointed it out to me today on Twitter. They, they re-signed Adam Redmond today. So, you know, maybe he's had some experience playing in this league. Maybe they put him in there at guard and, and, and they try to move Martin out there. But I think now that you're talking about both offensive tackles, you know, off, you know, potentially being on IR and both being, you know, not returning from IR and potentially being out for the season, I think you start looking more, uh, you know, long-term as opposed you know, maybe not long-term like beyond the season, but you look for a, maybe a more stable long-term experiment at your starting five, as opposed to just trying to band-aid it through until Tyron Smith can get back.
0: That's why I'm wondering if the Cowboys would be wise to potentially, and this is something we haven't talked about yet. What about moving Zach Martin over from right guard to left tackle? He made a bunch of starts at Notre Dame playing at left tackle, went to the senior bowl. Uh, it was fantastic there as well are they better off putting Martin at left tackle and then keeping Brandon Knight at right tackle? Is that a possible solution here the Cowboys could go with?
1: I mean, I think all options are on the table at this point, you know, Marcus. I mean, I, I don't know why they would, you know, not consider everything and, and, and just potentially look at the whole, the whole five is as, as a, as a new shuffle, because I mean, they just don't have a lot of snaps, you know, with any kind of, continuity with any of these guys in any of these one spot. So I don't really know that you're wasting anything by, you know, by, by potentially trying something like that. You know, I think, you know, that you would probably, you want Biotis starting at center this week. I think, you know, that you, well, I mean, maybe that's the only spot you do know, you know, I mean, there's a potential you could t- you could move Connor Williams out. There's a potential you can move Zach, Zach Martin out. I, I mean, I think it's unlikely that you're going to move both of those guys, but I think yeah. it's so wide open right now. Zach Martin playing left tackle next week. Uh, It's 2020, Marcus. I've heard crazier things.
0: Just wanted to pause real quick so I could tell you guys about Visa. Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities, whether they're our corner stores or coffee spots or our favorite shops. Local businesses have been there for us. They remember our orders. They call us by our names, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile to support us and our community. And right now, more than ever, Local businesses need our support, so now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless Visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. I also wanted to tell you guys about Pepsi. This football season will be different if Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about this interesting matchup between the, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Uh, this game will be in Dallas uh, at AT&T Stadium. Uh, it's the one and four or one and three Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. against the 0 four New York Giants. But there are storylines galore uh, with Jason Garrett coming back in his first game against the Dallas Cowboys. Let's talk about this Cowboys offense against this defense because uh, the Giants defense isn't quite as bad as you may think. Now they they have some. Issues at linebacker Blake Martinez has played better this year, uh, signing him from Green Bay. They've got some talent in the interior of their defensive line. James Bradbury, their signing, uh, cornerback signing from Carolina, has been absolutely fantastic for them. How do you anticipate the Cowboys trying to attack this Giants defense here in Week 5?
1: Well, let's be clear. You know Them not being as bad as I think they are is not exactly a very high bar to clear. <laughs> so you know, yeah, and I and I agree. Blake Martinez has, has played well, uh, uh, has played well these last few weeks. Uh, but I've also seen a lot of Blake Martinez football before. So, uh, I, I, I'll, you know, I, I'm not going to be afraid to challenge someone like that. I agree with you that I think Bradbury was an under underrated signing. I think he fits what they're trying to do in this defense a lot. Um, and I think that you know he's probably, uh, the the you know the jewel of that back seven you know up front they have spent a lot of investment on trying to stop the run and if anything mm. is going to you know to try to deter the cowboys from doing that like let's let's just look at the lineup and look at who we're rolling out at offensive line and realize that hey one thing we've had a lot of success with without Tyron Smith in here is throwing the football so i i anticipate that you know same week, same same game plan. Let's see if we can th- go out there and throw the football all over the yard and maybe try to hold on to it this time and, and hope that uh, y- you just completely bury the Giants in points. Because uh, I just don't know that. I you mean, know, they don't have they don't have the horses on offense even against this defense. I don't think without uh, Barkley. To probably keep up with the Cowboys I probably I'm really hedging here at this point now I I just don't know with the Cowboys I mean it's all bets are off I I I really shouldn't even say that but you know in a real world in a realistic world I would say that I, I feel confident about the Cowboys having the ability to score a whole bunch more points than the Giants if it gets into a shootout situation
0: yeah so my fear on the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys is because they're without their two tackles and they have been this season but maybe they try to get Ezekiel Elliott more involved. And I actually think that's a bad thing this week because the one thing that the giants do well is they stop the run up front with Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson and Dexter Lawrence. Those three guys in the interior of their defense are fantastic. So if the Cowboys think they're going to come into this game and just pound Ezekiel Elliott and run the ball right up the middle, they're going to struggle. The way to beat them is to spread them out, right? Uh, if they're gonna use Amari or they're gonna use James Bradbury on Amari Cooper, that's fine. Their slot corner, which is Logan Ryan, has been <laughs> a problem this year. Uh, Isaac Yidiam, their other corner, has been benched multiple times this year. He's expected to get the start. Uh-huh. Even their safeties, you know, Jabril Peppers, uh, somebody that we like coming out of college, or at least I did, uh, has not been healthy. We'll see if he's, if he's, he's even gonna up play. Too. Yeah, 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 banged up. We'll see if he's play if he plays and. Um, the Cowboys can take advantage there. So I think, again, this needs to be a pass, ha- uh, heavy scheme for the Cowboys, lots of targets to probably Michael Gallup, CD lamb. And I think this is another Dalton Schultz game, yeah. uh, because of the problems the, the Giants have at linebacker. So if the Cowboys can get into a positive game script by throwing the ball early, I think they'll be okay. Um, Let's, let's go ahead and move to that other side of the ball. Let's, let's talk about the, the Giants' offense against the Cowboys' defense. Um, Landon, we know that, that phrase, right, the, the immovable object against the unstoppable force, right? Yeah. Uh, this appears to be the opposite yeah. of that, right? Absolutely. Uh, the Giants' offense is averaging less than 12 points a game this season. Uh, the Cowboys' defense is basically giving up 35, 38 points to everybody. So uh, how do you expect these two sides to match up against one another here on Sunday?
1: Not well, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be a, you know, a battle to see who can, uh, whose ineptitude is going to show up, uh, you know, first, I guess, you know, I, as bad as you you, you think things are for the Cowboys defense and, and it is bad. Uh, you look at what's going on with, with the giants offense and, you know, they've got an offensive line that I thought was playing a lot of, a lot better football last season, um, they they don't look like they're playing a lot better football this season. Um, you've got a uh, a collection of wide receivers who have you know been banged up at a little bit of time and still trying to find some chemistry, and you know still just kind of a third second second borderline third tier unit without Odell Beckham Jr. I mean they just don't they never really recovered talent wise from giving away the giving away their best player. Um, You know, Evan Ingram is still an incredibly athletic tight end who can hurt you if he gets the ball in his hands. And, you know, with this defense, I'm sure he will probably get his the ball in his hands at some point. Um, But I just think, you know, this is a I mean, look, Cowboys fans. I don't need to tell you what a Jason Garrett offense looks like. We spent the last (laughs) decade looking at it. They're going to want to run the football. Um, And right now they don't have a lot of the horses to do it. Uh, You know, they've got Dante Freeman in there um and and i think you know he Devonte freeman i'm sorry uh you know i think he is not the same player that uh he was with the falcons you know three or four years ago he he uh he he just and it wasn't because he signed a contract but right around the time he signed his contract it, it just seems like things kind of started to fall apart for him and he doesn't quite seem to have the same explosion as he did before so you know, I think the, the, as much as the Cowboys have to worry about uh, things on defense, you know, I, I worry about Darius Slayton. I mean, I'm a, I, I went to Auburn. I saw I, I, I've been a fan of his since he came out. Um, and, and Daniel Jones, uh, despite not maybe having it completely all figured out as a, as a quarterback and also being a, a turnover machine, he's an athletic Player, mm-hmm. uh, you know he can make plays with his legs and, and, and find better angles and then create bigger plays downfield against, especially against his defense that's having a hard time communicating. So, the Cowboys need to just kind of play it very straightforward. I think. I mean, I, I think as long as the Cowboys just play it straightforward, execute, and don't just you know allow huge gaping holes in their zones or or let wide receivers running free down the field. I think if they keep it all in front of them, I, I you know again. As bad as they've played, I still think that they have a better chance of, and they have at times. You know, even when the Cowboys have have given them opportunities and not, you know, I mean they've turned it all the ball over so much that they put the Cowboys defense in so so many bad spots. But when the Cowboys offense gives doesn't turn the ball over and and it goes through that that period of time when they when they're not giving them, uh, you know, impossible situations to solve on defense. The defense has been able to produce stops from uh, on occasion. <laughs> and, and it gets better offenses than this Giants team. So I do trust the Cowboys' ability to get a stop here or there and then the Cowboys' offense, if they can find a way to get out of their own way to score enough points to allow the defense to hopefully rush the passer, which is what they, you know, much to the opposite of what the Giants want to do, the Cowboys' defense wants to rush the passer. So let's, yeah. let's try to play the best, you know – use of of our personnel and deploy them the best way and get a a positive game script and let our pass rushers go after uh, Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about the Cowboys. It feels weird to say this, but their advantage on defense here, right? (laughs) I do think the Cowboys defensive line going up against the Giants offensive line should have some success. Uh, They're starting a rookie at left tackle and Andrew Thomas from Georgia, who is fantastic. Uh, He's still a rookie at right tackle. It's been a problem for them. Uh, They have Matt Parrott, who is a third-round pick from UConn. Uh, He actually got pulled last week. Um, Joe Judge, their head coach, said they, they tried to get a spark in their offense and they brought Cameron Fleming in, uh, who, is a, who, who is a former Dallas Cowboy. Um, and, not,
1: and not a spark plug. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Like, yeah,
0: I, ca- Cameron Fleming typically doesn't bring anything to your offense. No. So, uh, the, the interior of their offensive line has had some problems. Nick Gates, their center, uh, has been up and down. So how do you anticipate the Cowboys' defensive line matching up with this Giants' offensive line?
1: Well, they got a win. I mean, the, the defensive line is really, to me, the mo- been the most disappointing part of this, you know, situation. And and, and they are desperate for uh, a win. And I and I and obviously, I mean that in, in the game sense. But I also think that the, this defensive line needs to go out and have a good game uh, as a unit, not even just as a specific player, but as a unit. They need to go out there and, and kick somebody's butt. And and I think that there's a lot of Uh, there's a lot of talk about the defense in Dallas right now. There's a lot of talk about uh, effort issues and, and, you know, whether or not people are playing hard, you know, this is the week uh, against a, you know, weaker offensive line that if this defensive line is going to bounce back, if they're going to find a way to kind of, you know, get their mojo back, it's going to need to be this week. Because I think that this is a a group that they can fully take advantage of. uh, And I think that, this is the you know this is the path to victory for the cowboys without a doubt they're you know i think i think the giants are going to try to run the football and and i think that that's just kind of in the dna of jason garrett offense as, as we said before <laughs> i think the cowboys are going to have to find a way to stop the run and and i don't know that this defensive offensive line is scaring anybody and i don't know this running back gr- group is you know a, a dynamic group I don't know that that matters very much when you're facing a Dallas defense at this point. I I think that they're really struggling to stop the run against anybody. So the Cowboys really need to find a way to help their defense make the, the, I can't believe I'm saying this, but make the giants one dimensional because Hmm. I do, I do think that if the giants run the football, you know, there's, there's an opportunity for them. I I think the best chance is for, is for Dallas to, to fall into a Jason Garrett game plan. You know, and, and, and like if, if if the Giants are able to control the clock and keep Dallas offenses off, off the field, I I don't trust this defense as well as I do the Giants defense. If this is a neutral game script for the entire game, you know, I think I think, that, uh, I, think yeah. I think well, I, I don't know that it'll stay very neutral for very long. If if the Cowboys have to you know be balanced on defense and and you know, equally stop the run and pass, I just don't think that they're built to do that right now. They're they're beat up. They they miss Laten uh and I think that if the Cowboys can get into a situation where they're pinning their ears back, attacking the quarterback, and beating the wide receivers up at the line of scrimmage, that's their best way of of you know not being exposed on in the defensive side of football.
0: Yeah, I think you know on the whole the Giants offensive weapons aren't fantastic right Mm -hmm. but i do think they match up well against the cowboys golden tate on the outside and somebody who can play in the slot that's been somebody who the cowboys have struggled with throughout his career he just is so fantastic at making plays after the catch uh darius slayton can make plays down the field and we've seen the problems the cowboys have uh at stopping plays you know 30 40 yards down the field And then there's Evan Ingram. Uh, The Cowboys linebackers are struggling right now. They just don't have a lot of confidence between Jalen Smith and Joe Thomas. Uh, We're going to see a bunch of shorter routes to to Evan Ingram. It's going to be very important for Jalen Smith and Joe Thomas and the safeties to wrap up and bring down Evan Ingram after the catch. Uh, We shall see. It's going to be one of those games where I think you'll know pretty early how well the Cowboys match up against the Giants. Um, If they're hitting big plays, if they're creating chunk plays after uh, or on play action throws, the Cowboys could be in trouble. All right, Landon, my favorite time of the week. Let's make our predictions for week five. Uh, I believe last week you had the the Cowboys beating the Browns. Uh, I had the Browns beating the Cowboys, but our scores were very similar, right? We thought a, a high scoring game. I'm not sure either of us were predicting, you know, 49 points for Cleveland, but uh this is just what kind of team we're dealing with right now. So, let's go ahead and hear your predictions for this game between the Cowboys and the Giants.
1: All right, here's my strategy here, right? I gave you all the realistic, you know, analytical thoughts of what I think is going to happen and and true like I said 2020 style I am going to pick a complete opposite type of game than what I than what I, I do because Interesting. Because, Interesting. Lo, because logic does not logic clearly is not working here and, and 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 I can give you all the logical reasons that this is going to happen this is going to happen but I am going to go try a new strategy here and go the opposite way I am going to pick the Cowboys to win a very low scoring game Twenty four to twenty one. And that's low scoring, you know, in relative terms to how bad these defenses are <laughs> and how bad good the Cowboys offense is. Uh I you know, somehow I think <laughs> if we're going in the bizarro world version of what ultimately is gonna happen, uh, Ezekiel Elliott will have 150 yards rushing in the Cowboys will, will, will bottle the Giants up at the line of scrimmage, uh and and they'll they'll be able to dominate the time of possession. Uh, you know, honestly, my, my real pick is that I think the, the, the Cowboys win in, in a shootout. And I, and I think if they don't get in a shootout and if, and if they can't find a way to turn the, the scoring on early and if they struggle to hold on to the football, the Giants can put them into a position that they can keep this game close all the way up to the end and then it becomes anybody's ball game. So the Cowboys need to put Giants away early and then try to just find a way to cruise for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that I keep coming back to is this is a game that Jason Garrett is going to want to win, right? Yeah. And I think they've got a lot of coaching st- you know, co- coaching members there that want to get back at Dallas a little bit. Mark Colombo on their offensive line. Um, I think they're going to come up with a game plan to attack some of the weaknesses of this Cowboys defense. Uh, I think Jason Garrett knows who the, the guys on the defensive side of the ball who can be exposed. I do think they're going to put up some points. I, I, I believe it's been like years since the Giants have scored 30 or more points in a game, dating all the way back to like when they had Odell Beckham and Eli Manning. Uh, it's been a long time since the Giants have had that much offensive success. But the Dallas Cowboys are here to help him fix that. I, uh-huh. I think they're going to get to like 30, 31. I'm going to pick the Cowboys, though. I, I think I think this is the game they should win. I think there's a sense of urgency around yeah. this team. and. I think they're just due to have a game of two or three turnovers on defense. You look at all the numbers, and it's been forever since they've had a multi-turnover game on defense. I think they get two in this game, and that's enough to, to shift the balance uh, for the in the Cowboys' favor. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Cowboys. Uh, you can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.